Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free gift for you on how to scale your agency to multiple six and even seven figures and beyond by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself from the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Again, that's 720-792-8036. Just text the word freedom and I'll send you the free gift on how to achieve freedom in your agency and life. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Meredith Kelleher. Meredith helps online businesses expand their reach and explode their sales with digital ads. Meredith spent the beginning of her career as an internationally based CPA with PricewaterhouseCoopers but found herself wanting to use her creativity more in her work life. Creating and managing successful digital ads strategy has allowed her to use both her expertise in numbers and social media to create big value for small businesses and her own company. Meredith, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Brent. So I I can kind of see like finance and pay-per-click are... I'm not going to say they're like... They're not the same. They're not even the same family, but like maybe they're cousins, you know, like... Like maybe they come to each other's barbecues or something is kind of my my thought. Um, and so it's interesting because I haven't ever talked to somebody that actually did come from finance. But like whenever I'm like in my numbers reviewing like my my profit and loss statement and I'm in like Google Ads Manager or like or Facebook, you know, business manager, like I almost feel like like I'm in kind of like a very similar environment, like a lot of data, a lot of numbers trying to find those insights. Is, is that kind of the the catalyst for you of why you made that jump? Exactly. Well, I actually just never like, well, I enjoyed working for Pricewaterhouse and working in Europe. We spent a couple of years in Switzerland. But as far as the day-to-day job, I did not love love it because, well, I just, because I think I wasn't able to be creative. It was, and it wasn't. And I realized like, I loved the numbers, the calculations, the Excel spreadsheets. And that's not the accountants that make big money aren't playing with numbers. Actually, they're writing really boring reports and to like big committees. And, and, um, and so, yeah, so I just, that wasn't the job for me. And I started on an entrepreneurial track and had several different businesses uh, learning as I went. And um, when I hired a Facebook ads manager for an online course, actually, that I had created, I, it was just like, Ding, ding, ding. That looks like so much fun. That's what I want to do. And so that's how, so it wasn't just a straight jump from being a CPA to being in digital advertising, but I, I saw that my, my skill sets would, would serve me well in this role. And, um, and also I thought I'd enjoy it, which I do. So that's good. Very nice. So, so tell me a little bit about who an ideal client is for the agency right now. Our, my ideal client is an online course creator or an online coach. And, and you're helping them to manage their their paid media, I assume. They manage their ads, yeah. And I guess if we get more specific, I um and actually have been working on that. Um, just yesterday was uh, received my certification from 
a company called Mint CRO, Conversion Rate Optimization. And um, anyway, they we I've learned with Mint how to use little ad buys to to optimize conversions on sales pages and in, in ads as well. But anyway, I started by creating my own funnel. And in that funnel, I optimized for seasoned course creators, people that um, are making about half a million to a million. I have currently a, two clients that are at that level. Um, I'm actually just working a very small shop now. So we our ideal number is like seven or seven or so. And I just realized that these two course creators, I really provide the most value for. I take a lot of responsibility off their plate. They rely heavily on the ads, which makes me feel like a big part of the team. And um, I feel like, like my con- contribution is significant. And yeah, so it works really well. Yeah. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. So you mentioned, you know, uh, I always like to geek out on ad stuff because I don't know, I'm just a big fan of of paid media in general. Um, so like you mentioned, you know, spending like little small budgets to test, you know, for CRO tests. What, give us some context there. Tell us more. Yeah. So we use, I used traffic tests or yeah. So traffic tests to, and I tested out a brainstorm maybe for a landing page, different pain points is what I started with. Pain points of my ideal audience. And I'm actually just went to Facebook and looked in places where I knew course creators hung out and looked for when they were complaining about Facebook ads. And I copied all those complaints down and created 10 different images and um, put them in their own ad set, I believe, for one of my clients. But yeah, so they were in their own ad campaign and basically turn the ads on. No, they were in one ad set, in one one ad set. But I set it for like $50 a day. So it would go very quickly. And you can set a rule, which I hadn't done before in Ads Manager, that it will turn the ad off when it hits 400 impressions, which isn't very many, right? So it would spend about $5 an ad or so. And for those that got four link clicks within 400 impressions and the cost per click was less than 50 cents and the click-through rate was more than 1%, that was considered a winner. And so, yeah, I moved through basically a whole landing page. At first, an ad, like I um, tested pain points and then used those pain points that did well to create headlines and went back and tested the headlines. And what I'm testing, like the image that's getting tested, no copy, just a square image that I made in Canva with um, a color block. So something that catches the eye. So like yellow on top and blue on bottom, just like two-toned basically, and then words written across it. And um, I, it's not live yet. So I can't send people to, 
to see it. But I, I we did it in a test basis too. And if you're doing this for your own company, they suggest you recreate, you create a funnel that's separate from your website. I did it in Unbounce and I put heat, heat um, mapping software on it too to see where people were falling off. But in the end, using those, um, and I tested out every word and every image on it, using that this, that campaign I just described. And I ended up with um, a landing page that was converting at 51%, which is pretty awesome. Wow. Was that for a, like a like a content upgrade kind of email opt-in or was that for an actual program? It, it was an email, yeah. It's for a freebie. Okay. And um, that even the, what's crazy is the freebie isn't even there yet when you click on it. Which it and I thought, they're gonna, somebody's going <laughs> to complain, but nobody did. It says, like, it basically says, I'm going to email this to you later. It's not ready yet in a nicer way. But yeah, so it, it, they were all course creators. Like I had tested out the audience and I even tested out the value offer because um, I wasn't sure. So I brainstormed what people might like. So I tested cheat sheet. And oh, this is interesting. I had, did an ad spend calculator and, I caught, and a profit planning calculator and then like a video a training. And the profit planning calculator and the cheat sheet went out. Like nobody wanted the ad spin calculator, but when I called it profit planning, they liked it. So I thought that was fun. And but then when I then I put together those two winners with the headlines that people liked, and this um, it was drastically decreased your to do list to do list with my winning twenty twenty two Facebook ad strategy. Download this free cheat sheet. Cheat sheet. That is what the ad said, and then that's what it says at the top of the funnel, and it converted it. 51% when I sent course creators to it. Wow. That's pretty yeah. good. And you mentioned earlier, what was your, your, your CP, your cost per click on that? Um, so, well, what's interesting. So um, when I was testing, I mentioned 50 cents or less yeah. on my cost per click, but, uh, and then I tested a traffic ad that I had going, meaning it was sending traffic over there. At, it went up a little like 65 cents I would move on when I had like 30. I would do a new iteration until I could get it down to where I would like the cost per click. But when I turned it to a conversion ad, the um, cost per click went up. So it was those. So the cost per click went up to $4. The opt-in went up to $9. So it cost me $9 to get 25 people to opt in. So I sent 50 people over there and 25 of them opted in. So it was about $200 spend. And, um, but honestly, for me, most of my clients stick around for a long time. I mean that if I, if, um, I could, if I turn two of them into clients, that would be a huge win, you know, so yeah. that part I haven't tested. So in it, it still will, I'll test out a sales page in that same manner. It takes a little bit longer because it's expensive for me to send people over there. But the truth is like, because I, I don't need a flood of clients all that time. Like I won't keep that on all the time, but I, I, I will turn it on and off for sure, and and I'll hire more people to help me as we grow. But um, but also I wanted to learn the skill. Like now that I yeah. see, oh, this is how it works. I can add that to. I think it'll be really cool, even if people aren't building a landing page, to spend. You know, I really I could see where it would make sense. Just if you're starting a brand new ad campaign to a new offer or. Yeah, something you've never run ads to before to maybe invest like $500 in some of this testing uh, yeah. beforehand, you know? So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the, uh, I love the multiple tests. I love the 
creating the land page, the landing page for the freebie that's that's you know in under construction and uh, and and you know obviously some people may feel strongly that they don't want to send people through that UX. Um, but but at the end of the day, like I mean, if how how angry can somebody be if they've clicked on a link and they you know showed up and like their thing that they were getting for free like wasn't you know it's like it's like you're going to the grocery store and it says like free samples and they're like all out and you're like oh like I mean was that I'm- how did that like ruin your day or was it just like a little, a tiny little letdown, you know, like if they had free samples next time, it'd be like all forgiven, you know? Exactly. I, I had, didn't, I didn't have any complaints. Um, and the, the coach from Mint CRO, when he was reviewing my 51% converting landing page, I asked him that cause he, ne- he the next part filled out, which is, you know, book a call now. I said, yep. Oh, well, I guess I need to create my opt-in before we, build the sales page. And he's like, no. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, I said, that seems crazy. He said, Meredith, I have coached 300 people and only one of them got a few co- funny comments, you know, complaining. Yeah. Um, I guess they're going to get it eventually because you you do collect those. I do have those yeah. email addresses, but yeah. Well, and I think too, like if you go through a huge amount of effort and create all that stuff ahead of time and then and then drive traffic, and it turns out your offer is not converting. I feel like it's really easy to get stuck in this kind of a sunk cost uh, bias where you start to like really, like you almost resist letting go of a lead magnet or of a, I mean, God forbid, a product, you know, you go and build some product that nobody actually wants to build. You know, and I see people do this, right? And then they're like, they're just like so like they hold on to it so hard and they're not willing to let it go because they put so much energy into creating something. And if it turns out somebody doesn't want it, then you know they're not really sure what to do with it. And I hear this all the time where like an agency might go and say, Oh, I heard, you know, to build a lead list or to build like I need to build a lead magnet. And so they go through like months creating like a lead magnet and they right. put it out there and nobody ends up wanting it. And so then they kind of go, Oh, well, lead magnets don't work. I can't, you know, I, I, this, you know, I did a lead magnet, didn't get me anything. Like I'm done with it. Right. And, and, and I love your approach of saying, or, you know, maybe min CRO's approach, but the approach you're sharing today, um, of, of, of creating your ad tests early, creating a really lightweight funnel with like a page builder, like unbalanced or click funnels or whatever, um, being able to create that really quickly, uh, and, and drive traffic to the overall offer. And see if somebody, you know, and you have some parameters, you got those, that hypothesis that like a hey, 400 impressions, four clicks, click through rate of 1%, um, you know, cost per click less than 50 cents. I mean, you're basically testing your ads, you're testing that landing page performance. And then if you get like a winner, hey, cool, let's go and invest the time to like build the thing that people want now. Yeah. And you can kind of think, you can kind of do just a mindset shift a little and think, um, look, this is the best way of serving our audience because instead of trying to, like force something down there. We're going to go find out what they really want and then build that thing, (laughs) you know, meaning instead of like, (laughs) oh, I feel feel bad. I'm using these people. I know that's just (laughs) trying to put a positive spin on it, but it sort of is true. It's a win-win. Yeah. I'm not going to lose sleep over it, Meredith. I I hope it sounds like you're not either. So, (laughs) well, but you're the one that asked me, right? The biggest fail or a big fail that I had, yeah. didn't you? Well, that was, that is exactly what I did. And I don't know if you read my answers back to you beforehand, but I created this gorgeous online course. Like, I mean, it was 
perfect. I, it was just beautiful. There were a bazillion videos and PDF downloads and transcripts and a hundred mod, not really a hundred modules, but it was, um, and we got 500 people to the webinar and nobody bought. And that was one of my biggest lessons is don't, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it as Aspen, but I would never and would advise people to not build out a whole course until you sold some first and sold, sell them along the way because you're going to have to tweak your offer a bunch of times. And then once someone takes you up on your offer, then you can build as you go or maybe just yeah. do the first module. And build. Yeah. So that was... Yeah, we we have... A, I mean, when we built our, our bootcamp program, which, you know, before we even ever really create like a version two. I think we had sold over a million dollars of that program. And the first time we sold it, we said, okay, our goal is 20 people to buy the, the version one. We didn't, we had an outline of the course built. So was, there was an outline, not every module was not outlined, but a general outline of like what we were going to cover was, was created. Um, we spent all of our time on our sales letter, on our right. list building, on our promotion and selling it. And we ended up having 27 people enroll. And we specifically created like a week between when we closed the cart and when the program kickoff was. So like the cart closed on like a Thursday or something. And then like the, you know, the font, not the, not, not the next Monday, but like the following Tuesday was when the course like kicked off. So then yeah. I had like, I had like seven days or whatever to build oh like module one. Um, and then, you know, it was like, it was like building the, every well, week we were building it. Um, do you agree it, though? Do you, I mean, and from my perspective, that seems much smarter, but it, having that experience, do you think it was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, that's how we built, yeah. have built all of our programs, um, since then. And, and even then sometimes we get, um, I'm not sure if it's like a confirmation bias or where like we, because we were successful building like a course or, a you know, uh, a coaching program that like, sometimes it's mm -hmm. easy to start thinking like, Oh, we got this. We don't need to go like validate this thing, you know, like we're, we're smart. Right. And so then we go yeah. and, you know, and, and I mean, since bootcamp, I mean, we've launched, you know, dozens of different, uh, coaching programs, different variations and masterminds and events and all this kind of stuff. And, and I think sometimes you get this, like, it's almost like this confidence bug where you think like, Oh, I did a, you know, I sold a seven figure program or, you know, we're, you know, we, we've hit these benchmarks, right? I mean, I think to date, you know, we've, I mean, we've sold, I mean, probably well over 10 million in coaching programs and, you know, you start to get, it was just cool, but you start to like, you know, you almost become your own worst enemy where you're like, oh, I got this. I'm good. Right. And then you go and yeah. you build, like you, you, you almost fall into old habits. You're like, oh, I don't want to do that whole like validation thing, you know? And then, yeah, exactly. so then you don't, and then you end up in the same, in the same situation. I'm, I'm curious though, like 500 people attending a webinar, like you got the, like something worked. I mean, I think getting 500 people to get, to go anywhere. Um, well, that's one reason I decided to become an ads manager because the ads yeah. worked, but I, we'd hired a, an ad strategist to help us, but yeah. Um, I so the thing is we I had owned a magazine um in in Miami it's a national magazine I had the Miami franchise um the scout guide if anyone listening has maybe heard of it but anyway it promotes locally local businesses and it's a it's a pretty expensive buy-in for local businesses um because it's this beautiful coffee table book and they had influence and then they expected or got influencer marketing for a year while that book was in circulation. And so I um, 
had kind of got expertise in local marketing. And I partnered with another girl who was kind of known for local marketing here. She had a popular newsletter in Miami. And, um, but we decided in our, you know, our brainstorming of this course to, about local social media that we would niche down to doctors. And I actually, I had a couple of medical offices in my book because it was a variety of local businesses. But um, I was thinking about it before this call, but we weren't known, we weren't, I was known and she was known as like a local advertiser, but we weren't known to doctors as mm. Instagram. So um, Instagram experts, which we missed that part. So it was basically a cold audience. Like, you mm. know, we're trying to sell to completely cold. And that was another lesson. I mean, I learned and I see it with Facebook ads now, especially now as the prices have gone up, like it's a lot easier to sell to a warm audience than a cold audience, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And um, I try to tell my clients that too, like, let's nurture, let's do some freebies yeah. because when you're ready to make the course pitch or sell a product, you're going to get a lot cheaper leads, you know? And in the yeah. end, it's probably going to cost you less. But yeah, so I guess, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe we, they thought it sounded like a good idea, but we were teaching them how to run Instagram in-house, which a lot of them would seem like to us, we're trying to do anyway. And I think it was, I don't know, maybe, Guessing maybe it sounded too complicated because I mean running this was, a, this was for doctors for doctors' offices yeah yeah hey what's up agency owners I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners E two M they can help with all your website design web development SEO and content needs for your client projects this includes WordPress WooCommerce Shopify BigCommerce Webflow Duda SiteGlide custom PHP applications and much more. Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at e2msolutions.com. That's E, the number two, M, solutions.com. All right, back to our show. I just, I would imagine like uh, for them, I mean, I, I'm just, I don't know much about that market. I mean, I've got some some members who focus on the medical niche, but I would imagine for those types of professional services, like a done for you would probably be a better, like, I just, I can't probably. imagine a doctor being like, <laughs> yeah. hmm, I know what I'm going to do this weekend. I, I was going to go golfing, but I'm going to watch that Instagram course, you know? I think, yeah, maybe if we'd gotten them in that webinar and they, because I think that is one thing I don't know if you peek at the next time you go to a doctor at their social media, because a lot of times they are trying to do it by yeah. or the the person, the guy or girl that is already working 12 hours at the desk, they tell them yeah. to do the social right. too, you know? So it's not working. So I think that's what we were thinking, but I'd maybe if we'd gone in that webinar <laughs> and explained how complicated it could be yeah. and said, now we'll do it for you. For, yeah. I think, I think everybody, that. Yeah. everybody that, I mean, my guess would be those, those 498 people that didn't buy were thinking to themselves, wow, you know, Meredith and her team are really smart. This is way over my head. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go back to you know putting setting setting people's broken arms or whatever. You know, yeah. Uh, but. It ended up. It was. I mean, I would have loved to. Well, as a marketer, but we, it was expensive to make that beautiful course and pay for the ads and all that. But but then COVID. That was right before we tried to sell it twice, and the second time was December of 2019. And then because we had niche to doctors, we got some pretty interesting opportunities during COVID. That's how, that's why we didn't end up selling the course. So, which kind of was fun because it felt like we were helping, but like we helped this one guy market his antibody test or 
introduce them to people to get those off the ground. And then cool. another another um, COVID clinic they had built up. They had tricked out RVs and were doing mobile clinics, but that was really so. It was I guess there was there was that that was interesting and good. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was helping, but well, but I didn't well, get to finish testing my course. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes we have those. I don't know if you'd call it like an expensive lesson, but I mean, it sounds like you found your calling with ads through that process, yeah. which is uh, which is a really cool. Cr- fun story. I mean, I think it's, yeah. you know, it's kind of a, how we got here kind of a story and um, sounds like you're doing great work. sounds like you're into it and passionate about it, which I think in a space like ads and performance marketing, that's really important. And I'm sure many clients are uh, looking for somebody like you. And so it's been, it's been fun to learn your story a little bit. Meredith, do you have time to stick around for our lightning round? I do. What is the best advice you've ever received? I think the best advice is you can do hard things that just because it's hard doesn't mean I shouldn't try it. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Personal habit? Um, I was thinking characteristic. So this is a characteristic, but I'm going to go with it. I think it's just uh, really enjoying people and being outgoing or an extrovert. I think that uh, loving being interested in people has made me a good listener. And, and I think that clients like that, like, like that I'm excited to hear their story and hear about them. So I think that served me well. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you use regularly that you think our listeners would find valuable? Well, I mean, I think ClickUp is pretty awesome for organizing my day and then sharing responsibilities with team members. I have a couple that helped me on my team and just being able to organize our tasks and then link to, you know, SOPs. I've been creating SOP videos for them to watch. And I don't think I've discovered all the tools that ClickUp has to offer, but so far it's been great. And what book would you recommend and why? I was just talking about this with a friend. So I love Donna Miller's Building Your Story Brand. I, it's just, it really... um, if you haven't read it, you guys, he suggests that businesses create a brand story and make the customer the hero in that story, not the business. And for um, all my clients and for me too, I created a brand story using that methodology. And it's just been served us so well because it makes content creation super easy. Awesome. We will link out to Donald Miller's story brand book, as well as ClickUp and other great takeaways, tips, gold nuggets over on our show notes page. Check that out. Yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're out on a run or like me out on your bike, then check that out. Show notes, yougurus.com slash podcast. Meredith, how can folks hear more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out? Yeah. Come see me on my website, meredithcallagher.com. I blog weekly about building it. The blog is called building her business, but I share a weekly entries about how I built out my um, business when I went out on my own and, and yeah. And I'm also, I love to hang out on Instagram. So, and it's the same there, Meredith Callaher. Very cool. Well, we will link out to your website, MeredithCallaher.com as well as your Instagram profile and uh, maybe any other social media that we find that you're active on. We'll link out to all that stuff on our show notes at yougurus.com slash podcast. So you'll get all those resources and much more. 
you're listening this week of, you'll click on Meredith's photo and then you'll see all those in one nice, neat package for you. Meredith, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Thanks for having me. This is fun. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want this free gift all about how to scale to six and seven figures and beyond in your agency, just text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. That's the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver.